Welcome to Highly Political, a podcast where two passionate ladies smoke weed, talk politics, laugh, and sometimes cry. With special guests from the world of comedy, cannabis, and politics. We haven't worked on Capitol Hill, but that's okay. We're paying attention, and so should you. We want you to be informed, like little democracy angels. So pack your bowl, grab some snacks, and let's get into it. And remember, when they go low, we get high. Today we're smoking, not drinking, mimosa. Across between Clementine and Purple Punch, mimosa is known for its lemonine terpenes that give it a citrus rind aroma. The buzz is pleasurable and mellow. It's easy like Sunday morning. We're back in the studio to discuss Greenland, a dancing Sean Spicer, and Trump thinking he's the messiah. Well, here we go. Light it up, T. Mimosa. Oh, I love the pipe. Thank you. This um, was in the gift bag from the Broccoli in Bloom Festival. Loved it. Loved the festival. Shout out to Broccoli Magazine. That was an amazing weekend of some really dope candle ladies, and I was really excited to be there. Mm. But yeah, I got this little cute-ass pipe. Yeah, you got your bong water water bottle there, and I really regret I almost talked to you out of not buying it, so I'm Yo, sorry. Sam tried to shame You know what's so funny is that Sam would shame me when I was trying, debating to make a purchase of a reusable water bottle is so off-brand for you, Sam. It is off-brand. And I was trying to fi- buy a $95 t-shirt. So. Yeah, so I'm happy I got it. I drink that bong water every day. Mm, it's so cute and retro as well. Thank you. Uh, it's good to be back with you, T. I know. I missed you. I missed you, too. And, uh, you know, on to some, I guess, heavier news. Yeah. I just want to start this episode by saying RIP to Jay Ensley's presidential campaign. I'm sorry, Sam. In the arms of an angel. Um, I'm really, I'm really sad he's dropping out. Well, just because I think climate change, like he's correct. I think it's like the number one issue. So it just, it reflects how Americans, like it's not at the top of their bucket list. Well, it's funny because um, I audibly gasped when it came up on my little Apple News thing when I thought of you. Like, no, not Sam's green daddy. Not my green daddy. And we just profiled him on our, uh, do you know your candidates on our Instagram? story as well kind eyes well you know now he's gonna you know run for governor again i hope he i'd rather have him as head of the epa Mm. so whoever i don't know i don't know what the gubernatorial do you know when he's up for when the next is maybe it's might maybe it's 2020 yeah i'll check i mean he'll definitely win governorship right um and then i hope whoever is elected he is one of the the names for the EPA because before okay so before his um they uh dropped like the campaign the website for Jay Ensley for president dropped a 38 page like here's how we can help and like help agriculture in America by taking serious steps to curb climate change I need a whole plan like bringing back money into agriculture by doing this he wants to to sub he wants to subsidize like uh, farmers keeping like carbon in the soil, like as a way to to get it out of the atmosphere, mm. store it in their soil, and then the U.S. government would give them a stipend. Interesting. Ooh. Jacqueline's excited about that. But uh, yeah, he for it's a 38-page memo for regenerative agriculture and thriving rural communities. Um, I, whoever the primary candidate 
like wins whoever goes to the general would be stupid not to follow this or be stupid not to take like uh, a tip from this playbook mm. because it it speaks to rural America a lot of them are you know a lot of Midwest you know this is, this is fact just based on the election are Trump supporters a lot of them are being hurt by the trade war Mm. And then if, you know, a candidate has a way where they can make some money by helping out the environment, that seems like a pretty good incentive for them. Right. Um, yeah. So I think they'd just be an idiot not to do it. So it's probably going to be Joe Biden. He probably won't say anything about it. I think it's going to be Joe Biden. Uh, I hope. I, I hope not. I mean, I'm obviously going to vote for him. I think he's going to make too many flubs. Like, if you want to know about my campaign, go to Joe, Joe, three, three. Oh, like, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. He doesn't make me feel, like, secure. No. He makes me feel like I want to help him carry stuff. <laughs> like, you know, like he's at the golf course. I'm like, oh, I'll get your golf bag for you. Oh. Well, that's all I'm saying. Elizabeth Warren. However, she seems she's like I got it. She seems capable. Yeah, she seems like she'd be helping me. Um, also, yeah, so Marianne Williamson is still 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 in the race, but Jay Ensley dropped out. Oh, that's annoying. John Hickenlooper, oh, thank God, drops out. Cool, bro. Like John Hoopalooper. Like, yeah, who? <laughs> Seriously. Um, so yeah, okay. So we have some candidates left. I'm not gonna try to name them all because I'm gonna forget them all, which is annoying. But uh, Jay is gone. John Hickenlooper is gone, so leaving some room for the others to shine, even though I thought Jay Ensley shined bright like a clean ocean underneath a full moon. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I like Jay Ensley. I hope, um, I think that'd be dope if they put him as the head of the EPA. And, uh, you know, another, speaking of, I don't want this, it's like, I feel like I low-key want this pod to be environmental stuff every episode. And oh, really? <laughs> Is that so? And every time I do bullet points for the episode, I'm like, oh, should I just chill with the environmental stuff this week? <laughs> uh, but, you know, Greenland is rapidly melting, Ugh. and Trump wants to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. I swear to God. Yeah, um, I, sometimes I'm so confused by, like, the reality that I'm living in. Like, I feel like it can get kookier and kookier, and then, like, Trump's got there saying, let's buy Greenland. First of all, it's not, like, 1857 anymore, okay? Why don't you just not, how about you just not buy countries? Let's just not do that. That's, first of all, gross behavior, okay? We're supposed to learn that about, about that in history class and not today class, okay? Not today class. Not today class. <laughs> um, and uh, so a little bit about Greenland because, you know, I don't really know that much about it. Fair. Nor do I. Um, it's an autonomous territory of the Kingdom of Denmark, mm. which I just realized that Denmark has a royal family like not too long ago, which I was embarrassed about because I'm, mm. I'm old. I should know that. Yeah. But uh, I was like, oh, they got a king and a queen. They also have kind of like a, <laughs> oh, they got a king and a queen, like a knockoff Queen Elizabeth too, but she's taller and a little, a little more spunk. Um, but it is between the North Atlantic and Arctic Oceans and has a population of fifty six thousand. That is a very small population. Yes. Its government has authority over local matters, while Denmark handles issues related to foreign policy. 
So that's I think that's cool about Greenland and it's um you know kept to the roots of its indigenous people. Um what is scary is that when you go to the Visit Greenland website, you know how it's like tourism, like uh, customs, food, where to stay. <coughs> there yeah. is a literal tab on climate change and how it's affecting tourism in Greenland. Damn. Greenland's ice cap contains 10% of the world's supply of fresh water and now is melting with increasing speed. <sighs> That's terrifying. Uh, it also says like part in part of their culture section that they're losing ways of life, you know, like passing fishing techniques on mm. and dog sledding because they sled across the ice but the ice uh, is looser and more fragile now damn. i know the u.s does have a military base on greenland and i think it's our northernmost military base okay um but just the irony of trump not believing in climate change and then like let me buy the country that's most affected by it i know it's it's mind-blowing it's, and it's I, frightening. I don't even think he sees the irony. Right. Um, oh, actually, I don't know what I don't know even I, what was this in response to. Why do you want to buy Greenland? And I, I mean, it has a bunch of natural resources. Oh God, there's probably like mining opportunities, like oil or some shit. God damn it, I hate you. <laughs> You're gonna turn Greenland into Oil Island. <sighs> oh my God, don't say that. But the the Danish Prime Minister. Oh yeah. Um, it's a big no. What's her name? Oh, yeah. Okay, the Danish Prime Minister, Meta Fredriksson. Oh. Eh? Eh? Um, sure, I think that's the perfect pronunciation. Yeah. If I, you're asking me. Yep, that sounds correct. <laughs> um, she called the whole thing an absurd dis- discussion and said she was disappointed and surprised that Trump had canceled his visit because... He canceled his visit to Denmark after she said it was an absurd discussion to bring up Gre- to want to purchase Greenland. Right, right. Um, Which and I, like we were saying before, like go, go for it. Like, I just think it's just so funny and ironic that the guy who is like so verbally abusive and like has name calls everyone and just goes on these intense like tirades is so offended by something as mild as that's absurd I know that he cancels disappointed and surprised you know it's like she's an adult using words to describe her feelings and it was a very common diplomatic way of saying he's a fucking idiot but she was diplomatic about it right and he called her a very, he loves to call women nasty. nasty. She's a very nasty woman. <laughs> First of all, you're calling a fucking prime minister. Like, what is wrong with you? Right. You're not a schoolboy. Right. There's uh, just like certain etiquette that has just been completely nuked. So, <laughs> And his his response to her, right? So, I mean, the optics, I think at this point, Trump is kind of on autopilot with his like disgusting, ignorant behavior. And a lot of people are like, oh, he's so smart at this and that. But I kind of think he's just like an asshole and his base who love him are also assholes. Because, <laughs> for, for example, he said, you don't talk to the United States that way or at least under me. So he's saying like, no, America's interest first, like no matter what, we're not pussies. We're not going to be diplomatic. Like you should meet with the prime minister of Denmark for be- if you had a meeting scheduled. Right. Like diplomacy like diplomacy is very important. 
Well, it's also it's like kind of dangerous like this. Like you, you cannot talk to me in a certain way because of the office in which I hold. I think there's a difference between speaking respectfully to somebody right. and having like your speech uh, censored or the way you address somebody censored because they're the president. I think that's like really dangerous. And it's also just the notion that he's the boss of the United States and not our like elected official to make to for the betterment of the country. Yeah, instead saying, of representative, like, he's yeah, the boss. Like he's he represents America, and he he's like, no, I'm the boss of the United States. You don't talk to me like that. Yeah, he's garbage. Um, so you know what? I would like to nominate Meta Fredrickson, our Queen of the Week. Queen of the week, queen of the week, it's the queen of the week. Okay, Meta. Meta, come on the pod. We'd love to have you. Meta, if you're ever in the Los Angeles area and you'd like to come into a uh, guest bedroom slash podcast studio, uh, we're here. We got mm-hmm. LaCroix, Spindrift, mm-hmm. and Trader Joe's Sparkling Water. We got options for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's... He said, uh, Denmark is a very special country with incredible people, but based on pre- Prime Minister Meta Friedrichsen's Friedrichsen's comments. I'm, I'm, that accent I'm doing is wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like <laughs> I want to use that, uh, uh, that accent for an audition. They uh, <laughs> might look at you uh, like, Oh my, oh my god i was telling tiana i was at an audition today and it said it said like outdoorsy type like a hike with your friends and i get to the audition room and i'm wearing fucking like a sports bra and workout jogger tight shorts like i'm in a nike commercial everybody else flannel and jeans every <laughs> single person i was like oh the outdoorsy part huh yeah but i feel like they like really went with a stereo like a stereotype of the outdoors Flannel is not just for outdoors. It's true. So I think an out a fun outdoor hike with your friends. I mean, I guess it didn't specify if you were in Montana or Los Angeles. But either way, I mean, I don't hike or exercise, <laughs> so I'm not sure either, like, what the true, like... Uh, they um, were dressed for a hike in the forest in Oregon. Mm. And then when we get in the room, the guy who's running the audition is like, okay, so you guys are camping. I'm like, it doesn't say camping. And he like, what email did I get? There was camping. Then he went and said, yeah, girl, you, it okay. Didn't say camping anywhere on mm. the email. Okay, now, see, when you were first texting me, I was like, I was supporting you. Like, no, nah, see, I'm you. They read that treatment wrong. You read it right. You getting this. And now that you tell me that when you went in, he said everybody was camping. <laughs> okay, I don't think. There was no mention of camping <laughs> in the email. I don't know what breakdown I got. <laughs> You're like, okay. Zips up sweater. I literally, that's what I did. I zipped up my, I zipped up my hoodie because I was wearing a sports bra. <laughs> Holy shit. This chick next to me was wearing fucking a poofy vest oh and legit hiking shoes. Y'all, it's like 90 degrees in Los Angeles today. Yeah, it was hot. I was feeling good, you know, my <laughs> my one thin layer of clothing. Uh, you know where I can't go camping right now? The Amazon. Mm-mm. Because it's on fire. Dude, it's really sad. I saw the news. That seems like so glib to say, like, that's really sad. Yeah, but but it is really sad. It's terrible. 
I immediately Googled jobs where I plant trees. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see any type of like Instagram meme or like happy video about people going and trying to plant trees, I send them to Sam. And I always imagine Sam's eyes watering when she's watching it. I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> but I am, I'm, okay, not to take it away back to the Amazon, but I'm volunteering tomorrow at the Natural History Museum downtown. I'm going to, in their gardening program. Oh. I'm what volunteer with them. What are you, do you know what you're going to do? Uh, no, I'm just going to come with uh, sweatpants and help them landscape and dig and plant the gardens. Okay, all right, okay. Oh, I know. Um, but yeah, the, so the Amazon. Yeah, I'm like, well, back to me and some positive news I'm doing. Um, uh, so Boleros, who's like a strong man, bullshitter like Trump. I mean, the, so many important countries with important resources have these terrible men as leaders. Mm-hmm. They're literally ruining everything. Um, he opened up the Amazon to a lot of logging. Yeah, I saw industry. Um, and uh, that these these fires are created by people right to no, well i don't know well most fires are like a- accident are on purpose right like, i know in california an alarming rate of them are but i think boleros is claiming that like agriculture environmental terrorists started them to make a point like such a conspiracy it's like trump you know it's like such a conspiracy theory vibe when it's denying the actual problem that so so uh, temperatures have been going up in the rainforest, you know. We've all watched Planet Earth, you know. We all know about the beautiful monkeys and the toucans in the Amazon. And it's it's raining less there now because of climate change. Damn. And because of logging and deforestation, it's like, you have a beautiful – you have the fucking Amazon. Like, you're located near what gives us like 20% of our oxygen, and you're just destroying it. Wouldn't you want to – you're – my the whole country would just be like Amazon land if I was president. Like, <laughs> I'm like, guess what? Like, we're we no one drives cars here. Oh my god, like, Captain America would be head of the EPA if you were president. Captain America? You never watched Captain America? Oh wait, Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> like winter, winter, summer, soldier, spy, or <laughs> just combine their. <laughs> I was a little shook. I was like, "This bitch hasn't seen Captain Planet before." Captain Planet, he's the hero, gonna take pollution down to zero. Yeah, that guy, not yeah. Captain America. Wrong movie, wrong brand. <laughs> totally off great. brand. I, I was just like tilting my head. Huh? The best part is we both were tilting our heads at each other back and forth, like a, you know what I'm talking about, and a, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would be. He'd be on the EPA. Jay Ensley would be first man. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. Anyway, um, um, yeah, so it's it's really scary and really alarming. I mean, I just guess I pray for environmental lawyers and protesters fighting the good fight. I don't know. It's it's got to change. They gotta they gotta re- replant. Well, here are some things we can do to help. Okay. okay, I'm just going to list a couple things because I know it's overwhelming with all these things going on, but we can donate to the Rainforest Action Network. Um, we can donate to the Rainforest Trust, Okay. the Rainforest Alliance. Oh, we can also reduce our paper and wood consumption. And if you, you can double check with the Rainforest Alliance um, to see if what you're buying is considered rainforest safe. 
And you know what? I think I am going to, on this podcast, take a vow. Now, I'm not going to uh, eliminate my beef intake, but I will make an effort to reduce my beef intake and to source the... <laughs> oh my God, Sam looks like she's going to cry. <laughs> bitch oh my gosh she loves our earth too much oh my god i said i'm gonna eat one less <laughs> burger a month and she's fucking crying <laughs> she's looking at me like she's never looked at me before <laughs> but like <laughs> but like that's how serious this is y'all because i love no meat. this bitch loves food <laughs> tiana loves food more than any person i know and she's so skinny and tall it's so annoying <laughs> It's no, whatever she wants. But I'm going to make a real effort to, like, source the meat that I buy mm. from, like, you know. Farmer's markets? Farmer's markets or, like, you know, um, just sustainably raised and sourced. I love that. So that's my eff- – that's one, like, part I could do, um, you know, aside from obviously donating. But, okay. I'm going to donate for sure. And I'm definitely going to call the Rainforest Alliance about my paper products. Yeah, I'm going to check that out, too. And – just so if people don't realize the reason that that helps by reducing your beef intake is that beef is found um, or beef found in processed products and fast food burgers often comes from the rainforest. So a lot of the rainforest gets uh, cleared and burnt down to create space for either growing food for cattle or for cattle to graze. So, I mean, I guess that's probably the same fucking thing. It grows food and then it'll yeah. go have them graze it. But um, Grazing ruins lands mm-hmm. too. Um, I remember, I'll literally never forget, I remember a few things from college, like, let's be honest, <laughs> but, like, facts that I actually remember is, and we took, like, an, I, I don't know, it's, like, an industrial, I was, like, kind of, like, a poli-sci minor for a hot second, and I took, like, an industrial agriculture class or something, mm-hmm. and it talked about how McDonald's, like, ruined all this land in Ecuador because they produce the land just to have a bunch of cows, mm. and then the cows, like, they, you know, they, like, shit on the land, mm-hmm. they, 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 they're pounding like they're heavy like they weigh like you know what a toner i don't even know that's an elephant they weigh like a lot a bunch of fat cows everywhere you know just grazing sam over your body shaming cows (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys just you know with their hooves the hooves their heavy hooves and it packs the land and it makes it hard for things to regrow again and takes a lot of lot of work to restore the land i see and that's that's when i decided to be vegetarian interesting yeah i can't go that far yet um and then uh there's this search engine called escosia e-c-o-s-i-a.org and if they plant a tree for every 45 searches you run oh is it just facts of, is it just like a i think it's like a google, google? it's like a you know like remember when they had the ask jeeves yeah um hmm. okay and then there's also, Sam, something called One Tree Planted. You can donate to them, which works to stop deforestation around the world and in the Amazon uh, rainforest. So, uh, Well, found the only charity I'm going <laughs> to donate to every day. Yeah. So there are things you can do if it's small stuff. Maybe I'll move the money I give to the RNDC every month to the Rainforest Alliance. Or you can split it. Mm-hmm. I'll give it all to them right now. All right. I'm going to tell you how to spend your money. <laughs> Thanks, girl. I appreciate my economic independence from you <laughs> um so yeah everybody go and do that donate yeah. it's really important i mean it, you you think it's far away it doesn't affect you but it affects the whole planet yeah if you learned anything in your environmental studies class or by david attenborough who's the narrator for everything like our right, planet right, right. Deep oh, okay. yeah yeah 
Um, okay. Well, I think I want another hit tea. Another? Ooh. Yeah. I've, you need I've another been... refill on your mimosa? Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> Bottomless, right? <laughs> <laughs> we like to just break it up and enjoy life for a moment in time before we get no. back to Trump calling himself a messiah, basically. Well. Oh, my well, God. I was like, wait, yeah. Wayne, about Wayne that. Allen Root kind of called him that, and he just ba- piggybacked off of it. Um, but didn't you say you were listening to his um radio show? Oh my god, okay, okay, here's the vibe, everybody. Um, Wayne Allen Root is a self proclaimed, a self proclaimed uh capitalist evangelical. Um, but he he was born into the Jewish faith or from a Jewish family and then converted to evangelicalism. Okay. He's been evangelical for 30 years. Um, okay, so just want to... He's not representative of the Jewish faith, religion, or culture. He's an evangelical capitalist. It's like, you know... Um, okay. And he said... He, I think maybe Fox News, they're going to have crazy people. They're Like, if we think Sean Hannity and what's-his-name, Carl Carlson, are bad, in, like, four or five years when those guys are off the air, they're going to have crazier people on. Sarah Huckabee just announced she's going to Fox. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Who wants to look at that? Oh, my God. No. Yeah, I'm I meant that, that is Sarah Huckabee. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what I meant, everybody. Yep, I called her that. Okay. So he said, I'm, gonna, I'm pretty sure this was in Fox. Um, I think any Jewish people that vote for a Democrat, I think it shows either a total lack of knowledge or great disloyalty. That is so insulting. Seriously. More about him. He has a conservative radio talk show, and I listened to some of it. <laughs> How did you? How was it? Uh, he's a lot of conspiracy theory vibes. He claims that the Las Vegas shooter was the work of Islamic extremists, even though it was that one crazy guy, white crazy man, guy. Like in his mid forties, right? Yeah, he was in his mid forties. Yeah, so he's like conspiracy theorist. He is really. He says a lot of scary things that invoke war tactics against liberals Mm. so i know so he's talking oh the episode i listened to was how to solve gun violence oh god tiana is like "Uh huh and um let's hear it yeah so this is why i want to bring up how he thinks the mass uh the shooting massacre was a work of islamic extremists but it was just one crazy white guy it's fine um so basically he's saying he was like you know the only party or the only right or he has some kind of accent probably i don't even know he's like the only party that talks about guns and violence is the are the democrats and um he talks about how julian castro who's joaquin joaquin wait no joaquin castro julian's castro's brother he recently tweeted a bunch of trump donors in texas Mm. which very bad move politically like why are you giving out people's information over your very public platform right um but this guy, Wayne Allen Root, was saying, Joaquin did that so crazy liberals with guns could kill the GOP donors. That's what he said. And he doesn't say it like the way I'm saying it with seriousness. He's like, you know, he's he's basically he's putting them up for murder, basically. Like they're going to get murdered if he does if if, uh, you know, he puts their name on the list, which there could be a scenario where that could be true. Yes. And the world of 
scenarios. Right. But to say that, first of all, they're, they're, he's making gun violence a partisan issue, like a literal one one side has a problem with like a little Democrat thing and a Republican thing when it should be a fucking American problem we all deal with. I mean, it is an American problem, right? But he, yeah, he's the splitting solution it. has to be like a bipartisan solution. But yeah, it's I just I can't even with the whole gun thing. Um, you know, if Trump actually cared about Israel, he wouldn't have had his entitled mute son-in-law be in charge of it. Jared Kushner is supposed to be. The t- did you forget? That? I forgot about that. <laughs> Jared Kushner is supposed to be the one in charge of peace talks in the Middle East. Do you think like he wanted that, or do you think that like Trump just was like, "Hey, Jared, by the way, you're going to be doing this," and he was like, "What?" <laughs> I think yes. I think Trump was in her boardroom and was like doling out jobs, and Jared came in and was like, "Hey, I got everybody donuts." <laughs> and Trump looks at Jared and he's like, "Oh, uh, peace in the Middle East, uh, finance." He he gave him a million. Like, 10 tasks. Like, he's in charge of, like, 10 different important things. Damn. Well. You just come in to bring everybody down. Welcome to the family. Yeah. It's like, uh, that's, uh. He's just coming in to bring everyone donuts. I don't know. They don't seem like a donut eating crowd to me. Trump? I think he eats, like, ho-hos and, like. Oh. Like shit from the 1940s? Yeah, maybe, like, those, like, the hostess donuts, like, the chocolate ones. Oh. Or maybe, I think he's, like, the ones with the coconut. Oh, just because like, I think those are the grossest flavors. Yeah, those are gross. He no, he likes whatever has. He has a bad palate. He eats KFC and Coke. I'm not gonna lie, those little donuts they're like trash, but they're kind of good sometimes. Like I the like little powdered ones. With the, I like a chocolate ganache. Ooh, a chocolate ganache mm-hmm. is nice. I just like. I just need a little bit though. I know. Sweets are my thing. I can eat like hella cheeseburgers. <laughs> I just need like a little bite of a piece of cake. <laughs> I had a Halloween party like two years ago. <laughs> and we were all carving pumpkins. And I just got. <laughs> I just bought sweet stuff. I bought like one, two savory things. Let's say a Not pizza. even. I gave, yeah. The pita chips were like pumpkin pita chips. They were sweet. Oh, yeah. It was a pumpkin. <laughs> it was a pumpkin, like, you know, pumpkin party. We're all covered. So it was all pumpkin treats. Oh my god! I, I and and we're drinking wine, mold wine, and I fucking got so drunk that I was eating the crust off a pie because I needed anything that wasn't sweet. <laughs> I was like, I was like laying on the table, like, why did you do this to me? Oh my god! Even Joey was like, "Yo, is Tiana okay?" And then like we carved these pumpkins, and we were downstairs. And I just left mine in the lobby. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this goddamn pumpkin, <laughs> Sam? Fucking got, got poisoned me and not giving me any food. I would have brought savory treats if you told me. What about a whole charcuterie board? <laughs> so, yeah. I need um, carbs and meats in my life. Protein and carbs. I need yeah. that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Wayne Allen Root is the guy who's calling. He's kind of basically saying Trump is the chosen one. And Trump retweeted him and was like, yeah, I'm the chosen one. Yeah, he said, thank you to Wayne Allen Root for the very nice words. President Trump is the greatest president for Jews and for Israel in the history of the world. Not just America. He is the best president for Israel in the history of the world. And the Jewish people in Israel love him. Like, he's the king of Israel. They love him like he's the second coming of God. But American Jews don't know him or like him. They don't even know what they're doing or saying anymore. 
It makes no sense. But that's okay. If he keeps doing what he's doing, he's good for all Jews, blacks, gays, everyone. And importantly, he's good for everyone in America who wants a job. Wow. There are so many things wrong with this tweet. It's, I don't even know how to break it. would take a, like a lesson plan to break it down. So, oh, he didn't tell Fox News that he was evangelical because he was, what does he claim? He was like born into a Jewish family or something. He hasn't been Jewish for 30 years. I don't know, like, I don't know, but he, he, um, and he like represented that when he talked to Fox. Mm. He didn't say, like, I'm currently an evangelical and very white Christian and have not been like a culturally right. or religiously a person of the Jewish faith. Right. He took like a play out of Trump's book where, you know, like the isn't there like that some edit some book he had about like the deal, the game I, and something about if people make assumptions or assume something that's in yeah. your favor. You yeah. don't correct them on it. It's true. Also, I, for all my Jewish friends out there, I, I, I think I am kind of word flopping like, you know, Jewish faith of people. I mean, because I feel like a lot of my Jewish friends are culturally Jewish, not quite religious, but mm. like religious is like it's very it's still deeply rooted in the culture. Mm. So just I love you guys. And if I'm saying the wrong things, you let me know after this pod and then I'll know you listen to the pod. So, Ooh. um, yeah, th- that's outland. And then also the this is like saying like, you know. I'm not racist because I have a black girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, no, I was once Jewish, maybe. And now I can speak for all Jews. Well, well yeah. it's, what, it's, what it's like saying is, I have a black girlfriend, so I can speak for, I can represent black people. Yeah. It's like, no, sir. Yep. No, sir. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you know, Trump probably got hella excited when he heard him say that. Like, oh, I'm the yeah. king of the Jews. Well, yeah, this oh, guy's so. a psycho, and he's a uh, he's gonna be our crazy old kook of the week. It's the crazy old kook of the week. Why you gotta be so fucking crazy? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. totally crazy old kook of the week, and he's definitely white. Um, I know this isn't on that line, but speaking of crazy old kooks, did you see how Sean Spicer is gonna be on Dancing with the Stars? Did you see how? Karamo from Queer Eye said he was a good guy. Oh, you did. You saw it. Yeah, but that's like like one of the things that's so annoying to me about Karamo. He's just like too positive. You know what I mean? I know. It's to a fault. We gotta bridge the gap. Like sometimes you need to like keep that burnt, like that when bridges are burned, like it's for a reason. Sometimes you need to publicly show your distaste for somebody who lied to the American people every single day for the benefit of one egomaniac. And now we gotta watch him like cha-cha-cha and tango. I mean, I don't watch that. I mean, I don't watch it, but you know you're gonna see like you're, gonna, you're not will. you will see clips of him cha cha chaing and tangoing. Sean Spicer is so pathetic that he's now on Dancing with the Stars. I mean, Karamo, it's a different move. I well, think it like let me tell you that who else he's on Dancing with the Stars with because it's a interesting assortment of quote. Well, <laughs> stars is again very interesting term. How would you define a star? Would I mean, it be Lauren? Elaine, Elania? Who that? She's a country singer. Oh. Or I'm sorry, she's a country music star, it says here. Oh. Uh, Christ, Christy Brinkley. I oh. say she's a star. Yeah, yeah, she's a star. She's a star. Um, Allie Brooke. Apparently she's a pop star. Um, uh, Hannah Brown. She was on The Bachelorette. Okay, so. She's an ABC star. Yeah. 
Karamo Brown, TV host. He's a, I would say currently the, the fab five are all stars. Yeah. Yeah. Kate Flan Flan uh, Flannery. She is Meredith from The Office. I'm into that. Yeah, I know. I'm right? into that. That'd be cool. I wouldn't um, call her a star, but I would call her a extremely talented comedic actress. Yeah, yeah, I'll call her famous. Yeah. Um Ray Lewis, NFL Hall of Famer. I guess oh, he's a star. Yeah. I've heard that name before. Um Kel Mitchell. He's a he's yeah. a nineties star. He's a nineties star. Um sorry, I just thought of orange soda. Uh Lamar Odom. Oh. Which uh will be interesting to see him trying to cha cha cha. He's pretty pretty big guy. That's Chloe's ex, Chloe Kardashian's ex. It is Sam. I liked him. Like okay. when I would watch, I would I briefly watched the Kardashians for maybe a season, and mm. it was that season, and mm. I was like, "It's a good season." I like this guy. Yeah, before you know, yeah, the whole like drugs and hookers and all that. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. <coughs> he went to the dark path. And then Sean Spicer, former White House press secretary, uh, James Vanderbeek from The Creek. He, he his whole career is ironic now. Yeah, he does like all this ironic bullshit. So yeah, this is on brand for James actually. And then Mary Wilson, she was in The Supremes. So you know, I bet she's a star to. Yeah, she's a star. Yeah, feels like a star. So I don't know. It'll be interesting, but like, <laughs> like who? What casting team was like? You know, who we need Spicer. Maybe, but maybe the ratings for Dancing with the Stars have been kind of low, and this will like boost them. Having a political person. I mean, maybe having people like talking about it. I yeah, I mean, we're talking about it. I have not talked about any season of Dancing with the Stars in a minute. Yeah, and like, uh, uh. you know what it does? Yeah, it takes people who are, I would say Sean Spicer is in the realm of like, this would pop up on like, you know, CNN, but not on one of the main stuff, like a sponsored ad or something. Right. I feel like it would, um, it pinpoints people who normally wouldn't watch Dancing with the Stars. So now they might this season to see like how, because I would love to see it just to see Sean Spicer fail. There's no way he's late on his feet. Look at that guy. Break his ankle. Yeah. He looks he looked like a, <clears throat> a sweaty, stiff rock every time he was up there, just like, huh, lying. Uh. The the host of the show, Tom Bergeron, or Bergeron uh-huh. was not very happy about it. And then Spicer says, I hope it'll be a politics-free zone. My hope is that the, at the end of the season, Tom looks back on this and realizes what a great example it was of being able to bring people of really diverse backgrounds together to have fun with each other, engage in a real civil and respectful way, and maybe show millions of Americans how we can get back to that kind of interaction. These kind of people are fucking snakes. Yeah, to me, it's like, hey, forget about, like, hey... Say, I'm sorry I've lied to you, cheated you, done all these things to you. Can we just have fun? Can we just dance? Can we just cha, cha, cha? But it's also so fucking sneaky because it's not just our diverse backgrounds. You know right. what I mean? Like the di- oh, we're we're just we just think differently. No, you actively lied to us every day about this man's mental health and things he was just kind of making up in the whim of every day, and you justified that. Right. I was reading some think piece about. <clears throat> How it was like I think it was from like some writer on NBC or something, and they were saying how it's like a slap in Americans' face by ABC to have Spicer on Dancing with the Stars. Like this is like some fun like thing when he you know lied to the American people, insulted journalists, and and all this shit that it's like. And then also again, it just condones ridiculous types of behavior. It normalizes things like. Being the White House press secretary and lying 
and that it that it, that there's there's the repercussions of doing something like that is so small that you can be on a show that where you can become a, like America's sweetheart, which is just so like beyond to me. Mm. That's like some that's very futuristic like 1984 shit. You know what I mean? Like 1984, like 20 years before when right. it all started mingling and you there were no punishments for just being evil right and it's the thing where the messaging of like democrats are unstable like we know some republicans are like legit i mean we know some people are so we know some people are you know some people are but then you know like we're unstable because we get so angry Mm. but sean spicer saying we just think differently Mm. when it's like no it's not because we think differently it's because you're actively doing evil things right it's again to like when we talk to my dad it's not you like chocolate ice cream and i like vanilla ice cream Mm -hmm. that's a difference of opinions well you know what yeah we can still fucking dance together and have fun and And both eat our scoops who cares but like you know the fact that you like you said are doing that, that we see as really you know terrible things and um you know uh, being disloyal to me, to me that's like he so unpatriotic type of shit and we're just supposed to forget about it and like laugh when you like trip in your tango i don't know it's weird but i'm, I'm yeah. not gonna lie i'm probably gonna tune in and laugh at him but uh well we're it, that's that's us like generating the whole problem too like if right. we're, we watch it oh the ratings the ratings are i mean not just sam and tiana obviously but if we were you know we, just, just the two of us boycott yeah. it <laughs> dancing with the stars is over they're like damn tiana please tune in like i guess i can't <laughs> i can't ethically tune in i suppose well i'm what i prove their point when i say tune in i say i will be on my regular day of instagram scrolling Ooh, and yeah. i am fairly certain the internets will take care of me and provide me with all the like you know instagram tv moments or clips i need yeah you're right to i don't need to tune in i don't need to dvr it i'm not gonna watch it on demand um but again i if anything it just brings up an interesting conversation it's something that seems innocent at first but the more you start to think about it the more it's like wait a second so many like layers of but I mean, I want to see it. Like, the, I mean, I want to see never, that. If you've never seen the sh- if you've never seen the show before, they wear some outlandish costumes. So that alone, maybe maybe it's a punishment. Yo, I bet Trump's gonna make fun of Sean Spicer. Sure, you're, the tweet you're gonna look at on Instagram <laughs> is gonna be from fucking Trump. Maybe I think Trump is gonna call in and vote for him, and he's gonna make it mandatory for everybody there to, to do it. Because that's how that's one Did of the ways you stay. Terms? That's one of the ways you stay in Dancing with the Stars. You need like voters to like keep you get like the points from the judges, but you also need like. It's people. rigged. Sean Spicer keeps yeah. winning. Sometimes there's like people who are really good at dancing, but they're not that popular, so they don't make it through. Oh, so you well, have to be good and popular. I hope he's voted off the first fucking episode, so we all learn from this fucking lesson. Mm, plot twist. Like, yeah, it didn't work out. He was voted off first. Nobody cares. Let's get to the more charismatic celebrities who didn't peddle lies for a neurotic egomaniac. Oh my god! Imagine being the dancer that gets paired with him. I would refuse. Oh my God, I have, so, I have some, so many thoughts about this. There'll be some Russian chick who's okay with it. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> and on that note, check out our Instagram. Oh, yeah, and you guys know the drill at drill. highly underscore political. Um, you know, comment, like, subscribe. We love subscriptions. Um, and, you know, as always, thank you for coming on this journey with us and enjoying some mimosa we love you guys let's uh let's all save the rainforest together please bye bye